Dan. Dini. Uh, I got a question, man. Okay. Uh, how much is too much to spend on concert tickets? This is a great question. A really, really great question. Because um, I've experienced this quite a bit recently, this year, the past few years, really. Obviously, it depends on the artist, right? Yeah. Depends on the artist, like a venue. Like you're going to see Adele up at the, uh, you know, top of the hills in LA. You're going to pay pretty price. Yeah. But once the number gets over, like 300, that's where I start to get nervous. Like 250 is comfortable. From 250 to 300, it's convincing myself how exclusive this is, how special this is, right? <laughs> over $300, I'm having a conversation with myself, making sure I'm making the right financial decision. Uh, yeah, uh, I <laughs> had this issue <laughs> yesterday. Was it yesterday? Yeah, no, Monday. Uh, Kanye and Drake are doing a show in Los Angeles on December 9th. And I, I got into no one knew what ticket prices were. And I wasn't the only one who felt this way because you could literally search this on Twitter and you'll see lots of funny responses. But like I get into the I after waiting because Ticketmaster does their dumb waiting thing now. Well, I'm waiting, yeah. I get out of the waiting room and I get to the map and I'm like, excuse <laughs> and they aren't doing this at some small venue they're doing this at the la coliseum where they held the freaking olympics back in the day okay there's like it holds yeah. like ninety thousand people or however many people they want it to hold it can hold right right and, uh, good lord and like you said when you just see prices and they're like over that 300 it's like oh my god but it is kanye and drake <laughs> and i spent a lot of money on concert tickets and I am I, I don't even want to go to how much money I spent because I don't even think I I think I might have told a lie to Siobhan about how much I spent on concert tickets so it was we'll keep it private keep it private but yeah uh yeah. but man but it's but it's one of those things where and I'm happy you said this because it's like it's a moment it's Kanye and Drake and I have yeah. no idea what's going to happen because it's Kanye and I have to be there I, I just have That's... to be there that's a unique one. That's a special one where you're having that, yeah, that conversation with yourself. You know, that opportunity likely isn't going to come up again. You don't really know what to expect. So makes the conversation a little easier, but not necessarily easier when you get the uh, credit card bill at the end of the month and go, whoo. Yeah, it'd be a good show. It'd be a good show. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of like people ready to like, because when you spend that much money on concert tickets, you are like, all right this better be fucking great. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the complete opposite of the feeling you get when you bought, like, I don't know, like when you got tickets for free, like, <laughs> cause when you get tickets for free, you're like, I don't care, whatever. But yeah. when you, but man, whew, I'm, I'm nervous. Kanye, you better put on a freaking the best show of your life. Cause. And that's the thing about, that's why we love concerts, right? It's because they can, they're, they can't be duplicated. You could see the same show multiple nights in a row. It's never going to be the exact same. It's that moment in time. It's that unique. It's special. You'll always have that memory, but if it doesn't go well, <laughs> or like you end up waiting three hours between Drake and Kanye sets, just like breaking down how much money you spent per hour that you're waiting, you know? makes it a little trickier so yeah i think that'll be great though that's that's I'm, I'm happy for you i'm excited for you that sounds awesome i am very excited about it too but man i just money Ooh. lord good <laughs> lord good god i got christmas presents to buy and shit but whatever right the kids right. don't need anything <laughs> whatever <laughs> well welcome to the brunch breakdown what's up it's the thanksgiving episode as you guys will be listening to this it is thanksgiving so happy thanksgiving we're gonna be talking about a bunch of interesting thanksgiving topics today we've got a casserole map from around the country we're gonna see what state has the best makes the best casserole or google's the best casserole we'll talk about that utah has a strange dessert that almost made me throw up this morning shouts to chris in wisconsin we got brunch court and Survivor Series, back in the day, my favorite WWE or WWF pay-per-view, 
And we are going to have some fun with that on this show as well. So let's get to a bunch of different things we got to get to, Dan. But before that, tell everybody where they can find the Brunch Breakdown. Of course. Let's run it all down. You can find the Brunch Breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts, where you're listening right now. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, literally everywhere. Every Thursday, we're coming your way. Every Thursday morning, hit follow, hit subscribe. Let those episodes come to you so they are ready for you. First thing, whenever you need them, each and every Thursday. Full video episodes also available on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Those traditionally will premiere at 9 a.m. on the West Coast, noon Eastern, and of course available on demand anytime you want to watch those as well. We've got lots of visuals like we do here today. You're going to want to get in front of the screen and check these out as well on the video episodes. And of course, we're everywhere on social media at Brunch Breakdown. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. What else am I missing? There's a couple other ones out there that we're at as well at Brunch Breakdown. And of course, our Sounds of Brunch playlist available every Friday on Spotify. Same thing there. We tweet those links out, check those out, but they're available very fairly consistently every Friday. Follow Sounds of Brunch. Love it. Well, uh, dude, sounds of brunch for, for your Thanksgiving pregame when you're with the fam. Throw on sounds of yes. brunch. Throw on sounds of brunch. Throw it on. Yes. Throw it on. Absolutely. We'll get it up there early for you this week for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into uh, Brews Day now because one thing you need on Thanksgiving are the brews. You need them. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get it started. And I'm going to get it started with uh, a little friend of mine. Because me and my wife, we always do mimosas in the morning of big of holidays, Ooh. Thanksgiving, Christmas. That's what we do in the morning. Okay. And uh, I'm going to get it with some uh, Stella Rosa Prosecco. And I'm about to name drop a little bit here. I did a commercial for them yesterday and <laughs> they gave me some Prosecco and some other stuff. And I'm going to shout them out on the pod because, uh, yeah, this is what I will be drinking. A little Prosecco and uh, orange juice tomorrow. Maybe some lemonade tomorrow with the Prosecco. And uh, I'm very excited about it. So, Brews Day, here's what I will be having. Because for those who don't know, it's like 11.45 here. So, I'm not drinking in the middle of the day. I got to pick up my daughter here in a little bit. So, it's not happening. Yeah. But, yeah. So, that's why I'm not drinking today. But this is what I will be drinking tomorrow. So, a little Prosecco, a little orange juice. Checking it out. That's amazing. That's a that's a great one. Are you, like, exclusively negotiating with wine companies now? Are you getting all these wine deals? B? Can I call you B? <laughs> Dude, the, I don't know why the wine brands love me. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, Bright Sellers, yeah, phenomenal. check them out. That's, uh, yeah, they do a lot. That's, Bright Sellers is cool because if you like to, uh, if you want to have a subscription wine service, theirs is pretty cool because they kind of like, it, 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 they break it down to like what you like, what tastes you like, what flavors you like, all this other stuff. They don't just send you a bunch of different bottles of wine. And just say, if you like them, you don't. They kind of like know your lane and they find them for you. So, yeah. I love that for someone that's yeah. like still just getting into wine. And that sounds like right up my alley and uh, a great feature sponsor of the brunch breakdown. If they want to be and B all the B's coming together, <laughs> let's make it happen. Speaking of B we're back to brews. Yes. Brews. I've got a brew for you here this week. No, no week off necessary from a 56 beer week, the week prior. Okay. We're pre Thanksgiving. We're ready to roll here. I've got something fairly unique here this week uh, from a rather newer brewery in the Pittsburgh area called Necromancer. Uh, this is the first beer I've had of theirs. It's a uh, porter, but not a typical porter. Uh, for anybody else familiar with the Pittsburgh area, knows, uh, even really outside of that area, knows Millie's. Millie's homemade ice cream is like the best, period. Everybody loves Millie's. So these two companies came together, okay, came together. And brewed what they call the fall float. Okay, so it's a pumpkin spice porter with vanilla and milk sugar. This absolutely be beautiful, gorgeous can. Pink yeah. is known for Millie's, known for their pink. Got Necromancer down here. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is meant to be served with a scoop of pumpkin ice cream from Millie's and had as a float. I don't necessarily have that here today. I had that last week and I will have another one again on Thanksgiving. Uh, but I do have multiple cans of the beer itself. Again, the pumpkin spice porter with vanilla and milk sugar. Very, very good, but it's phenomenal with a scoop or two or three of pumpkin 
spice ice cream from Millie's, which again, I will enjoy once again as a float this weekend. So again, the fall float, Millie's teaming up with Necromancer Brewing to give you this beautiful fall treat. That just sounds delicious. <laughs> it is. Like it is. I mean, the root beer float, famous, right? Why can't we do it with beer? They are doing it with beer and two of the best teaming up. It it works, man. It does. It it really works. I think it has to be paired well together. And obviously, these two companies teamed up to make sure they paired well together and served them as such. And then we've got a bunch of take-home treats to enjoy again this weekend as well. So yeah, it's again, it might sound weird to some people, but when you do a porter or a stout with the right ice cream, beautiful, beautiful thing. I am. Wow. Well, cheers to you, Dan. Enjoy. Cheers. Yeah. And I, I, I just want to, I just want to add, wow. um, there's a, they did a really great thing here. It says pairs with a lot of breweries are doing this now, right? What, what something a beer could pair with. And since this is the fall float pairs with cider donuts, your favorite sweater, hay rides, or a big old pile of leaves. Perfect. <laughs> All of your favorite things of fall. You love fall, Daniel Dudley. So here you go. This one's for you. <laughs> a big old pile of leaves. Yep. Big old it. pile of leaves. A big old pile of leaves. I love it. Well, cheers, Dan. Cheers. My cheers is cheers. a little ahead. Yeah, a little different for you. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, now it's time to get random topics off our chest. Uh, I'm going to get this off of my chest. Um, to all you people who put up your Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. Here we go. Here we go. You guys are terrible. You absolutely are terrible. <laughs> like, let the, just let the season come. I don't want to see your Christmas lights for two months. I'm cool with seeing them for a month. Honestly, preferred to see them for two weeks because I cannot get into seeing Christmas lights until eh, December 12th, 11th, 10th, something. Get me in the teens of December and then I can see all your Christmas decorations, all your Christmas lights floating all throughout the neighborhood. But guys, there's no need to go. You don't have to be like Target. Like you're not Rite Aid. You're not Walgreens. Like you're none of these places. You don't need to switch over from Halloween to Christmas. You don't have to do it too. You can wait enjoy thanksgiving you know what i mean enjoy thanksgiving mm -hmm. keep your pumpkins around or do whatever you do with thanksgiving decorations your cornucopia do whatever you need to do but listen wait until after thanksgiving to put the tree up to put the lights up to do all those things it's just annoying enjoy thanksgiving thanksgiving's a great holiday and it's like we're just whoop, we're just hopping over top of it now and just going right to Christmas. Like my daughter's singing Jingle Bells every day. They don't talk about Thanksgiving at her school either. So it's ridiculous. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. You sound like a lot of people and uh, my fiance included feels the same way that you need to pay respect to Thanksgiving and, and don't skip over it. And we'll drive in around and we'll see lights. And my excuse will be is like, well, they wanted to put them up early. It was a nice day outside. They don't want to be putting them up in the freezing cold. And her response to that is yes. Okay. But they don't need to be on, which is fair, I suppose. Fair. And part of your argument as well. Uh, I'm kind of the opposite. Tree's going up on Friday. <laughs> we're, we're, we're making the complete switch. Okay. Pumpkins around everything like that now, but tree's going up on Friday. Everything's coming out. Music starts on Friday. I really want, I want a full month. A month isn't long enough, but I want the full month as long as we can with all the Christmas stuff. I, I do tend to agree that pre-Thanksgiving is a tad early for a lot of that stuff. You're right. They're just, they're seeing it at the store. They think it must be time. It must be yeah. time. Do it now. But really mid-December, what about that? You don't need that. You don't need that transition. You don't like that transition right in. You need, you need a little break after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I, I just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just not, I don't want to do it. I like Thanksgiving a lot. I don't know, but I'm cool with doing after Thanksgiving. You want to put stuff up on Friday? Awesome. Play Christmas vacation, home alone, all the things, do it all. But after, just wait, just wait a little bit. Just wait until after Thanksgiving. God, just, it's ridiculous. Earlier and earlier it, it just gets, people start putting their it stuff is. up. I blame right. Mariah Carey for this too. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, forget it off your chest this week. Now, 
and I wanted to take this a little bit differently because there are plenty of things for me to bitch about. And, you know, as we have done each and every week here on the brunch breakdown and trust me, I had a list ready for this week and I thought, you know what? I called out secretary Pete last week. You know, I didn't, I thought about building off of that. (laughs) I thought about it. Um, But I thought, you know what, you know, this is, this is different. This is our Thanksgiving week episode. So I wanted to share some things I'm actually thankful for this year. Go positive off your chest as you would for this week. So um, first of all, I think I can speak on behalf of all three of us. We're extremely thankful for each and every one of our listeners. Those that listen, listen every week, whether this is your 78th episode with us since the comeback or seventh, whatever it may be. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. I'd say we wouldn't do this. We couldn't do this without you. We probably still would, but nevertheless, <laughs> we're so glad that you do and that you enjoy it and that you comment and you follow and you like, and you subscribe and all that stuff. So thank you to everybody that, that listens and follows the brunch breakdown. Uh, of course, thankful for health this year, more importantly than any, you know, any other years in the past. Um, I've got a wedding coming up and a wonderful fiance, very thankful for her and, we're under the six month mark. We just talked about this, DD. We're under six months to go. So conversation might change in a couple of months. No, but uh, <laughs> thankful for that. Very excited for that, um, that we've been lucky so far in that planning. Family, of course, got a great job, great friends. But most importantly, last thing I want to touch on, two of my closest and best friends in the entire world, my boys of brunch, Daniel Dudley, Chris Gates, who, if you haven't figured out, is on this episode <laughs> once again. <laughs> Uh, very thankful for you two, for you boys and for the brunch breakdown and, uh, the fun that we have, the fun, the chaos, the weird that we bring each and every week. So again, wanted to kind of go positive chest this week. I'll be back to complaining next week. Don't you worry. (laughs) I love it. I love it, dude. I am thankful for you, Chris. If you are listening, we are thankful for you as well because he contributed to the brunch breakdown, even though he's gone. So he woke up. His fingerprints are all over this episode, even though he's not speaking a word. So yes, (laughs) for sure. He woke up thinking about us. So like shouts to you in in Wisconsin. You were out there thinking you and Giannis are out there having beers (laughs) and thinking about what to do during the brunch breakdown. I'm sure Giannis may have sent him that uh, that Utah pie or something. Sure. He might have. They're talking Aaron Rodgers toe and cranberry pie in there. That's just sitting up there in the freezing cold. What else are you going to do? <laughs> oh, by the way, how are you not thankful for Kenny Pickett? I'm very surprised that that's not what happened here. Like I thought about I- mentioning <laughs> Kenny Pickett. I'm wearing my Pitt sweatshirt here today as Pitt clinched the coastal division of the ACC. Kenny Pickett, if you're listening, my man, you're the best. You're, we're going to be so sad next year. It's going to be so bad. <laughs> We're trying to milk every ounce of it that we have with Kenny. We're hoping he gets invited to New York. We've got the ACC championship game and a bowl game after that. So we are very and personally very appreciative of Kenny Pickett here in Pittsburgh. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that. (laughs) Big shouts to him. Uh, All right. Well, let's get into the main course here. Since we're talking all things Thanksgiving, let's uh, get it started with this casserole map, Dan. Uh, oh boy <laughs> if you ever wondered what state what like what your state's favorite casserole is you're going to find out right now because it is it's an interesting map wow interesting to say the least yeah uniquely searched thanksgiving casseroles by state this year um can you please tell me uh, uh, what the hell is pineapple casserole dan no, I think I've I think I've seen or had this before. Okay, it's pretty good. Yeah, I think there's there's some sort of you know starch involved with it. Bread. Um, it's more of a sweet. I think it's more of a dessert type of thing. But people like have it like with most things Thanksgiving. You have you know the dessert can sometimes mix in with with the main course and they mix it in with the main course there as well. No, I think we've got to look. You got to look this one up. Pineapple casserole is legit. That's that's North Carolina doing right there. They're the only okay. ones on this list, but it yeah, it sounds weird, but no, it's it's I think bread. Yeah, it's a little sweet. Pineapple casserole, legit. Yeah. Okay. That okay. one I'm okay with. All right. But they're alone there. Because that's <laughs> the one that jumped out to me the most. I was like, what the hell is pineapple? <laughs> what casserole are you making with pineapple? 
because man but hey listen you lived in north carolina and you know yeah no it's the real deal it's the real deal uh some of the ones that stuck out to me first of all my home state and where i'm broadcasting from right here today leftover casserole for pennsylvania <laughs> what what leftover you too maryland it's it's maryland in Pennsylvania, there must be something going along all along the border there where you're so confused with the leftovers that you have of turkey and stuffing and maybe ham and that you want to just somehow combine these into one casserole. You can't be like normal people and have the open faced turkey sandwiches for the week. And you have to like combine these things that have already been cooked. I don't know. That's got to be the center of the state doing some weird shit like that. I know. You know, I don't think Philly's representing that way either, but leftover casserole, that just, that just threw me off. It just seems weird and lazy. See, here's the thing. My aunt used to make leftover casserole all the time. So like we used to go like every Sunday we ate at my aunt's house and Mm -hmm. after Thanksgiving, like you never knew what the hell she was throwing in a pan. Always tasted good because man, Bobby could cook her ass off, but it was just like, you didn't know what the hell was going to be in there, but it was always wow. a casserole of leftovers and it was always bomb, like always bomb. Like you didn't know really? if you were going to find turkey in there. You didn't know it was going to be a little bit of stuffing in there or maybe some cheese or whatever, but it was always fire, like the leftover okay. casserole. So, okay. I guess, yeah, you got to know what you're doing because that's yes. another thing. This is you're Googling this. I imagine it's difficult to find a consistent recipe with what you have of the leftovers. Like there's no, not like, Oh, well, if you don't have uh, sweet potatoes, you can use stuffing. I feel like it doesn't really work that way. So that one was definitely a little confusing me, but again, like you were with pineapple, pineapple casserole, this one threw me off. You've had it a variety of ways, a variety of times. I guess if you know what you're doing, it could be pretty good. Yeah. But you got to know what you're doing. I guess that's the key point. Like, yeah, my aunt was an amazing cook. So I uh, yeah, so maybe I'm maybe I, <laughs> so maybe everyone doesn't have the same experience as me because I could see them people. A lot of people listening to this being like, yeah, we had leftover casserole and it was awful. <laughs> so I got it. Right. Right. Um, there is a big sweep of corn in the Midwest that we can <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, we've got uh baked corn in ohio corn in your home state of west virginia uh illinois got corn indiana uh, iowa of course i love me some iowa and their corn um who else there michigan creamy corn um and then a couple up there in the northeast and louisiana has got corn there as well but that's that is one thing that's not a surprise at all corn sweeping through the midwest yeah not a surprise no surprise there at all and then you got hash brown in there just uh indiana loves to be weird don't they just throws in the hash brown which i'm not mad at hash brown casserole yeah cool with i like it's on here quite a bit that's pretty good uh i get it i I like it a lot yeah wisconsin naturally uh chris you can understand this one cheesy hash brown casserole because why wouldn't you add cheese if you're in uh wisconsin there but yeah i was a little afraid when we pulled up a map like this i thought indiana is usually weird that we're gonna get like deviled egg casserole or something weird (laughs) like that but they just break up the corn a little bit there um what about north dakota here let's talk about north dakota because this is straight from google so they get specific right (laughs) there's a lot of sweet potato casserole on here north dakota is canned sweet potato casserole Come on. This right here is why I'm Come never on. going to North Dakota. Like they, <laughs> we talk about this a lot. There are certain states. It's like people are like, oh, yeah, I've been to all 50 states. No, I don't need to because they're all, you know, I mean, they're, they're the states that I don't need to go to. North Dakota is one of them. And that's another reason why I don't need to go there. Canned sweet potato. You Google. Canned. I don't care if it was one person. Because, I mean, there's only like five people in the whole state of North Dakota anyways. Right. So uh, <laughs> that must be like a big chunk. So all so five people at least. Googled canned sweet potato, and that is too many people. That is too many people. <laughs> if your state, if somebody from your state, five people in your state, canned sweet potato, I, I just don't. I, what? What is that? Why? Why? Just go get sweet potatoes. Do they right. not have sweet potatoes in North Dakota? Like they, they should. 
What? They have to. I don't get it. What else? Uh, what else is weird for you here? I mean, there's plenty. Let's not get wrong, but yeah, let's. Uh, okay, so we got broccoli cheese. Cool. All right, New Mexico broccoli cheese. Cool. Texas mm-hmm. broccoli rice. Why broccoli rice? I don't want broccoli rice. That just seems like a weird thing for like you just to take broccoli rice. Yeah, for especially for Thanksgiving, like that basically broccoli rice is a Nors side dish, one of those tear open packets. Yes. That's what broccoli rice is, yes. right? And you have to make it yourself for thing. Rice and Thanksgiving don't really go together. So Texas, Oklahoma, yeah. right on top of you there. There are other broccoli casseroles on here, but broccoli rice, it just seems like you're not really sticking true to the theme here at all. Dude, I'm with you there. And then there's also just what state is that gluten free green bean state are we looking at? Here? Okay, so that's Colorado <sighs> gluten free green bean. Stop, just, just stop it. Uh, who else is on here? Um, this looks like this map doesn't show it super well. Uh, but south of Pennsylvania, it looks like it might be Washington, D.C. Ugh. Vegan green bean. Ugh. Like, like stop it Oregon dairy free green bean just stop that's the majority of people in the state come on people Oregon Colorado DC I just this holiday isn't for you guys and listen I'm sorry (laughs) like call me and ask if you want to but like it gluten-free people it is not this holiday is not for you like Dairy free people. It's holiday. Not for you. Vegans don't show up. It's not for you. All the other holidays. Cool. But you know what holiday I don't want to make any concessions for. I want to make any substitutions for. I just want you to go grab freaking food. Thanksgiving. So this whole goddamn thing is about. It's just grabbing food and going and sitting down at some large table or the kid table or wherever you sit with your family. That's what you do. You don't. Is there a gluten-free option? Oh, I don't like. Uh, where's the ve- Where's the vegan option? I'm like, it's a it's a holiday about freaking turkey for God's sakes. Yeah. Like, what? Get out of here with that. Ho- like, just turkey and ham and whatever other meat somebody wants to bring. I get oh, the meat touched my stuff or this touched. <laughs> Get out of here. Thanksgiving is not the one, guys. It's just not the one. It's just not. I could not have said that any better myself. Thank you. Ugh. Thank you for that. You're 100% right. And we've got friends and people that we know that are, you know, know. But, like, honestly, don't care. No. This holiday, don't care. And for the people Googling, stop. Stop caring about those people so much they can bring their own. All right? They can go figure their own shit out. There'll be something there for them to eat. Uh, the last one I have really bothers me because of how confused I am (laughs) about what they do, what, what this is. Okay. We've talked about broccoli. We've talked about, there's some green bean, naturally some green bean casserole on here. Right in America's heartland there, Missouri. What in the holy hell is green rice casserole? Tell me, tell me you know what this is, Dee. Do you have any idea what I green have. rice casserole? You have no idea. I have no idea. No, <laughs> I have you've had it. I have not had it. I have no idea what green rice casserole is. And um, I am looking this up right now. Green it, rice. It's got to be one of those two veggies, but it's just like pulverized so much that it. it I can see it. I feel like it's turning the rice green. I see. Okay, so at first I thought it had something to do with broccoli. It does not. Yeah, it does oh, not. No. Um, I'm, let's I'm see scared. the ingredients for this thing. It is scallions, and you have to hold off the green parts. So that's where the green comes from. Okay. White rice. Wow, this is parsley. Like parsley. This. So this is like flavorless pasta. Literally, here's the the ingredients. Scallions, butter, white rice, milk, eggs, 
cheese and parsley. What? That's not even food. What is that? That's just baking rice with some green stuff on top. Yeah. That's not like, I'm just trying. That's that's literally a taste of nothing. Like, Like, what are you guys doing? I, I am something weirds going on there. Someone from Missouri, I need you to hit up at Brunch Breakdown and let us know. I, I listen, whatever you like, you like, but I need to know what this even tastes like. It doesn't sound like it tastes like anything. Those are the ingredients. No. I read them to you. What? Wh- why? I, so confused. I guess if why you're, Thanksgiving. I, yikes. Yeah. No. God. No. Yeah. So. That one I had to bring severe attention to because it bothers me, I think, the most. There's a lot of weird on here, but that one, I'm clueless. Yeah, that one is weird. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. Green rice. Yeah. All right. Well, those are your casseroles, guys. Thanksgiving, enjoy it. Uh, Unless you're gluten-free or vegan. Don't bring that nasty (laughs) shit to somebody's house. Don't bring it. Don't bring it. Seriously. That's just disgusting. Maybe that's the thing with Missouri. Maybe that's their way of like trying to be nice to... Ugh. vegans and gluten-free people is by making this disgusting casserole they always yeah. say they have nice baseball fans but that's 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 a whole nother level of disgusting <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's get into another thing that is disgusting apparently utah makes a cranberry and pickle pie for thanksgiving it is i don't a even want to and it is literally Cranberries and pickles, Dan. So U- Utah. So Chris also shared this with us yes. this morning. Thank you, Chris, so much for this wonderful image. And I even watched the short follow-up report from the Utah news station <laughs> that had been reporting this. Okay. And there was even some debate amongst the newscasters of whether or not this was a thing. And there were some people on the staff that, yes, they've had either pickle pie and or the Thanksgiving edition of the cranberry pickle pie. So this isn't somebody just posting this for it to go viral. Um, Some people there were a little confused, but others said, yeah, you know what? I've had this. It's delicious. Somehow the flavors go really well together. But how? But how I'm not the best person to maybe make a judgment call on this because I hate both of these things. <laughs> I, I hate cranberries and I hate pickles kind of passionately. So for me, this is the most disgusting thing you can create. It's really up there. Give me green rice over this any day, <laughs> whatever the hell that is. But can you even comprehend like why or how or any of that? You know, one thing about pies, right, is that pies, regardless of what the pie is, apple pie, pumpkin pie, whatever pie you like, the pie, pie guy, the pie looks you love good. Pie. Yes, I love pie. I love pie. I'm going to get pies like right after we're done here today. Um, uh, it, pies look good. You know what I mean? Like pies look good. They, they come out. They're baked. They just look great. What on you can't make a pickle look good on a pie. This looks disgusting. Like, I don't hate cranberry. I love pickles. You couldn't get me to eat this. Like, you couldn't get me to eat this. This is, like, who is the person who thought, I'm going to put pickles on top? This is something like a fourth grader does. Yeah, like where does this initiate, right? That's the main that's the main question. Chris would normally ask who asked for this. But where did this where did this start? Who made the first thought and like where who hurt you to make you think that yeah, these two things, hey, this might work. Was there an This couldn't have even been an accident, right? Where these two things were on the same plate. Oh, let me try uh-huh. to mix these two together and see or I dare you to do that. Like these two things are not in the same neighborhood like so why and how 
pickles aren't even like a Thanksgiving thing. So it's not no. even like oh, I, I, when you Google cranberry pickle pie, like there's a lot of recipes for pickle pie. And you know, I don't want in a pie yeah. a pickle. I, yeah. I don't want pickles in a cake. I don't want pickles in my dessert. What? Right. So apparently, yeah, apparently pick, pickle pie is a thing. So and for anybody that hasn't seen, again, get to Facebook, get to YouTube, yeah. check the check the photo out of this. But I'll try to describe it here. I mean, you've got an ordinary pie crust and then you've got what looks like to be basically a cranberry tart cranberry pie. Right. That's that's the majority of this thing is a dark purple cranberry colored cranberry pie it's all cranberries like cranberry filling is the main thing is the is the full pie no crust on top but there's what pickle chips sliced pickles along the top of this pie to really put this into perspective for those of you just listening on the road safely traveling this thanksgiving weekend needing to pull over and throw up immediately as i describe it to you oh God, if you were bring again, you two, maybe th- there's a place in Utah for everyone to go. Vegans, gluten-free people, everyone go to Utah. That's it. That's your capital for Thanksgiving. Yes. All of you. Yeah. All you weirdos can go and live in one state. It's big enough. Yeah, it's big enough. There's a lot of space. Go there, go skiing, have fun, eat your pickle pie, eat your gross desserts, take some green rice with you, do it all. Utah is the capital <laughs> for weirdos on Thanksgiving. All of you go there. Please. Happy. We, there it we is. I'm in it favor out. of it. We, we did. We ultimately, we figured it out. That makes, that makes the most sense. I'm, I'm in complete favor of that. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All you weirdos on Thanksgiving. Thank you. Utah's your capital. My God. Oh, Jesus. All right. I get this down before I, yeah. Oh, disgusting. Thank you, Chris, for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Dan, this is something I've been very, I was very excited to see uh, on the old timeline this week. Uh, Survivor Series. We're going to pick teams here. We got, what do we got? We have $15. Is that what it is? Because usually these things are $15. I forget what it is. $15. Yep. $15. And we got to pick our team of five for Survivor Series. The, do they still do Survivor Series this way? Cause like I haven't watched, it's been a while since I followed wrestling for like close, but Survivor Series is always my favorite pay-per-view, Dan. And yes. I know you are a big fan of wrestling, but like, do they still do it this way? Uh, yeah, basically. Yes, they do. Okay. In fact, it just took place this past Sunday. It was a wonderful pay-per-view. If you have Peacock, check it out. It's, it's wonderful. It's great. Um, and since WWE has two, brand shows raw in smackdown they use survivor series as like the raw versus smackdown nice. pay-per-view so yeah there were traditionally five on five elimination match right teams of five you get eliminated one by one whoever's the last remaining survivor that team wins uh they do it the same way now except it's a team from raw and a team from smackdown uh the women are also involved they have their own teams of five which Traditionally, their matches tend to be even a little bit better. Uh, but yes, Survivor Series, still one of the best pay-per-views. It was a great one this uh, this past weekend, but we're talking legends here. We've got some of the oh, best yeah. of the best on this list. This is cool. Yeah, this is like super awesome. So let's get this started. Let's pick our five. Dan, I'll give you, um, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay, so yeah, we've got, for anybody, again, that's not doesn't have the visual, we've got uh, five wrestlers legendary wrestlers in each category five dollars four three two one we have fifteen dollars to pick our team of five i'll kind of just run through this really quickly again encourage you to find the visual but five dollar wrestlers hulk hogan stone cold the rock ultimate warrior macho man four dollar wrestlers undertaker bret hart the heartbreak kid Shawn michaels rick flair and sting three dollar wrestlers are kane andre the giant triple h the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, and Y2J. And then $2 and $1, not as much there. We have British Bulldog, Kevin yeah. Nash, Razor Ramon. Uh, $1 down there. You've got Vader, Goldust, Mankind, Perfect, and Jake the Snake. So all pretty good, but you're going to lose a little bit of value down there at the bottom. Um, so I went the, I guess, more traditional method. I was trying to think of how I wanted to do this. If I wanted to do one from each, because you can add up to 15 easily that way, right? One from five, four, three, two, and one. If we want to kind of mix it up a bit, 
I went with the traditional method. I felt like that was the strongest way for me to come up with a team. So my team of five for $15, I'm going stone cold. My first pick is stone cold. Steve Austin for $5. You got to have one of those $5 picks. You basically can't go wrong with any of those dudes, but to me, there's nobody like stone cold. Steve Austin, you need a leader for your team. He's your leader. He takes no bullshit. Give me stone cold $4 taking a wrestler. That's very near and dear to my heart. The heartbreak kid, Sean Michaels, arguably one of, if not the best in ring performers ever. So give me Sean Michaels at $4, $3 category. Give me his D generation X partner in triple H the King of Kings. The dude is just, it's hard to even imagine him being underrated, but I think he is maybe just not, not removed enough from his career. Uh, but triple H, I you can't go wrong with triple H there. Uh, my fourth pick, I'm going to pick in the $2 category. This one, I'm a little scared about the diesel, Kevin Nash, uh, the dudes, you need a big dude. All right. We've got enough great wrestlers, but this is a big dude. Diesel's a big dude. He's not the best teammate. Okay. So that's where it's a little scary. He could also be one to be like, Oh, I'm tagging in. Boom. I'm walking. I'm out of here. I'm not doing this. You get a little bit of risk with these a little, but give me Kevin Nash. And then last, but certainly not least in the $1 category, Mr. Perfect. I think it's a bargain. He's a bargain at yeah. $1. Um, you know, arguably again, one of the best, a really, really legendary wrestler for people that didn't know and go back that far. Uh, Mr. Perfect there in the $1 category. So, so for me, my team for $15, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Kevin Nash, and Mr. Perfect. Okay. What do you think, Didi? That's a good team. That's a solid team. <laughs> that is a very good team. Yeah. I went high value on this. I didn't do okay, it. Okay. Okay. The way I, I did thought not, about it. I did not go traditional on this. Okay. I did not go traditional on this. So, my favorite wrestler of all time. Brett the Hitman Hart. First pick there. Then Great. Shawn Michaels. Ooh. Now four dollars. That's four dollars. Yeah, now there's there's a gamble right there. There's a gamble. I know we're not like getting into the history of WWE, but like <laughs> Shawn Michaels, you know, the screw job, Montreal screw job. Yeah. There is a deep history there. But we're gonna put all that aside. We're talking straight wrestling abilities. Two great picks. Two great picks right there. And then going with the nature boy. Going with Ric Flair. Oh. I went four, oh. four, four. I was like, this is. You did. I, I was like, I have to go. This is. These are like my three. These are three of my absolute favorites right here. Four, mm. four, four. We're up to $12 right there. Then Razor Ramon. I saw a guy with a Razor Ramon hey. t-shirt the other day, and I hey. almost lost my mind. Freaking love Razor hey, Ramon. Yo. <laughs> I used to throw my toothpick. I used to throw a toothpick <laughs> just like that. I used to grab extra toothpicks like when we would leave like a restaurant just so I could throw them in the parking lot. Like, I, just like Razor Ramon. Like, I freaking love that guy. Everything about Razor Ramon, I absolutely loved. Everything. That's a, I, I love that pick. Yeah, great pick. Great teammate. Hey, yo. Yeah, great one. Just, and then going down to the $1 category to get weird, mankind have to <laughs> have to. I have a team that would yeah. absolutely most likely hate each other every moment. Yeah. <laughs> this would not go very well. <laughs> this would not go very well. Like, no, at all. Not at all. But we get Fred Hart, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Razor Ramon, and mankind. And I wouldn't be surprised if mankind gave the claw to everybody on his team. And that was just it. <laughs> it's a strong team. Now you're right. You're right. It, they could definitely self combust. Yes. There, but I like your strategy with the four, four, four. Oh yeah. That's again, I considered going there, but it was, uh, it was tough to leave those $5 figures out of there, but you, you can't go wrong. You got a strong team. That'd be a hell of a match. Yes. It That'd would be a hell of a match. I know we had a couple duplicates there, or maybe just we just had one with uh, Shaw Michaels, but whew, that'd be solid. That'd be solid. I love this. is a, This is a tough one. There's what 25 wrestlers on here, but 
20 of them are you're you're having trouble deciding between it really is like it really is like i had i don't know if you looked at this list like when you talk like british bulldog that i don't need british bulldog on this list i don't need chris jericho on this list shouts to chris jericho and everything he's done for wrestling but i don't need him on this list like yeah like, <laughs> i don't need you i don't need you on this list I, I wasn't a big vader fan i know what vader means but i just was not a vader i just never was yeah. a fan Vader. Yeah, that's fine. So it was easy for me to look at that, but that was kind of it. Everyone else, it was like I had to have a conversation with myself, like, "Huh, let's do this." Yeah, right. It, yeah, they didn't make this this easy at all with the the list. They didn't they didn't hold back. Um, and we're all old school here. I yeah. love that. There are certainly, I mean, the most recent one is probably Triple H, Gold Dust. You could still <laughs> Goldust is still wrestling. Yeah. Um, you can call it that, but yeah, Goldust, Triple H. You know, they left off the the John Cena's and some of the newer age guys, which I'm good with. It puts it all into perspective. It's easier for me to be able to like compare these guys head to head than when you bring in some of those those newer age wrestlers. But this was tough. This is a good list. I'm curious. We got to get our listeners. Oh yeah, let us know. We'll throw this graphic up. You can see it here. Give us your team of five. You got to have five, right? You're a Survivor Series team, you got to have five. You're not going in shorthanded. You're not winning that. I don't care if you have four from the top row and you can't three from the top row. You're not getting it done. You're not getting it done. So let us know your Survivor Series team. Love Survivor Series. Dude, what a great pay-per-view. It's like my absolute favorite. Like I used to just, I love Survivor Series so much. And that was back when there were four pay-per-views and it turned into five pay-per-views. Um, and just Survivor Series was just that just that one. It was so favorite because you got to see everyone in like on teams because Royal Rumble, you get to see everybody. But like in Survivor Series, mm-hmm. it was like you didn't know who, you know, you were going to see on teams together. And it was just cool seeing that many people, you know, out there. But I just love Survivor Series. So, yeah, this was this love brought it. this brought back all the feels. So loved it. Great find. Nice. Great find. Great topic. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into brunch court, Dan. What you got for us? Here in Brunch Court, uh, our last Brunch Court, doing pretty well on uh, on on the old reels. People are really into this caffeinated donut. So, yeah, you no, know, it's fascinating, right? We yeah. got a little bit of feedback from Chris. I think he just said it was weird, <laughs> and, yeah. and we need to dig in more. We don't have them here this week, but we need to know more for somebody that dislikes donuts as much as he does, but is all for the caffeine. Yeah, he um, loves coffee, though. That's the thing. It's got to be a little weird yeah. for him, you know. Yeah. Have you had any luck finding any? Because I can't. I've I've looked. I went on the hostess website. Nothing within this range. Yeah, nothing. Nothing around me yet. So I'm but I am constantly looking because I got to get on. I got to get on eBay. Got to have to get on eBay. Get it somehow, some way. (laughs) Um, So the first one we're going to keep with the Thanksgiving theme. And I picked this one especially for you and waited Waited to share this one, had this for a couple of weeks, and I had to make sure and investigate that this wasn't fake. It is not. It is real. It's available to purchase. Company Brock's that is most famous for making candy corn, the national company, has come out with, I kid you not, turkey dinner plus apple pie and coffee, candy corn. That's right. Turkey dinner plus apple pie and coffee, candy corn. Um, <sighs> this is weird. This is really weird. And as you can see, you've got multicolored candy corn, and each color represents a different flavor. Flavors being roasted turkey, green beans, cranberry sauce, stuffing, and then, of course, apple pie. Um Thanksgiving week. You're the candy corn king. The floor is yours. No, this is bad. Because you know what I don't like? (sighs) Green. I don't want to bite into green beans. That's not candy anymore. Like, I don't know what you're going to make a green bean flavor taste like. Yeah. But that's not fun to me. Neither is a turkey flavored something. Neither is, I guess, cranberry. I guess that's the only one, but stuffing. I don't want a stuffing flavored something. You know what I mean? It's like, it turns into, you know, there's like bubblegum flavored stuff. 
It's like, yeah. I have no beef with bubblegum, but bubblegum flavored stuff is disgusting. So is watermelon flavored stuff. I don't like watermelon yes. flavored stuff either, but I love watermelon, right? Mm-hmm. This just sounds, this sounds terrible. You're doing too much. Just let candy corn be for Halloween. Let us candy corn lovers, candy corn hive out here in this building, hashtag candy corn. Well, like, let us live, you know, let us let our let us just have Halloween. I don't need this for Thanksgiving. I don't need this for Christmas. I don't need this for Easter. I don't need this to be red, white and blue for the 4th of July. I need it for Halloween. That's all I need. This is doing too much. No, whoever decided this should get fired and just no, we're done here. I'm glad we can agree. Because yeah. I thought this we were going to have to have a really weird and intense conversation that you, you might have to defend some of this, part of this, mm-hmm. whatever. There are some reports of some of the flavors tasting good. I will say that. There are reports of some particular flavors of this taste good. Others do not. I think particularly, yeah, green bean. You see the green ones sticking out through the bag. Just terrible. Just just absolutely terrible. But I've been, try- I've been trying to keep my eyes on these too. I, I will... I thought about if I can find them, maybe do a taste test. No, I'd send them to you to do the live taste test, if anybody. But no, thank you. No, thank you. Huge thumbs down. Yeah. Guilty as charged in every way. Yeah. Stick with Halloween. Stick with what you know. Can't have it. So we're in agreement there. Yeah. Not happening. No. Can't do it. Disgusting. (laughs) Well, uh, for the... The final item in Brunch Corte, just two today, but kind of kind of keep with the theme. We're thinking, you know, it's holidays, Thanksgiving, stuff like that. We know we love when our alcohol brands get funky, get weird, and Truly's <laughs> <laughs> back at it. Truly oh, is back at it. Oh. Um, the limited edition Truly holiday party pack here, just in time for the holidays. We've got four varieties. We've got pomegranate ginger fizz, cran orange sparkler, spiked apple spice, and holiday sangria style. Now, Didi, I'm going to go to you first again because you are much more into seltzer, seltzers than I am. So as someone who favors these things, I got to know what you what you think about we haven't been able to, I feel like we haven't been able to find a good, consistent pack of these, like seasonal pack. We've had some weird flavors, the eggnog, the, the other stuff. Some other brands have gotten weird, and there's always been one or two that don't work. What do you think of these four? Um, anytime there's a pack, and you know this with beer, anytime they put a pack of four in a thing, there's always one that they throw in there that nobody wants. <laughs> so you right. got to hope that there's three that you like, and you know, there's the one that like just doesn't sell. So you throw it in there. Dude, this is, this is that holiday sangria style seltzer. Yes. Spiked apple spice seltzer. Yes. Cran orange sparkler. Yes. Pomegranate ginger fizz. No, don't need that. <laughs> don't need that in there, but we got three out of the four. And I'm going to look for this today because I'm going to go grab. I got a lot of me and the kids are going to be running around getting some last minute things today. I'm yeah. When I I'm going to find this, I will have this next week. I will. I, if I find this, we will have, we will have a conversation about this next week because this, and I love truly, I love truly more than white claw and any other seltzer. So this, this is it. You guys are doing something right. I think we got it. I think we got one. Okay. Interesting. I love that. Um, yeah, I kind of had the same first initial feelings that you did. Holiday sangria style. Let's go. How has that yeah. not been made a seltzer yet? That I Dude, feel like it's going to be. That should just that be a seltzer be, all be, the time. What? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that one's exciting. Spiked apple spice. I'll take it. Yeah, you can't mess that one up too much. Uh, cran orange. Makes sense. I get it. Good for this time of year pomegranate ginger like <laughs> and like all of these have kind of the can the can art is great by the way i i, I do love the can art and they all kind of have a fun name that they try to write holiday sangria style holiday sangria style spiked apple spice cran orange sparkler 
And then the pomegranate ginger is just fizz. <laughs> That's also not very appetizing. This is pomegranate ginger fizz. No. Yeah. But I think, I, I think I can overlook that one. I think I can. You're right. There's always one that they throw in there. That's just no good. Like I kind of get it. Right. I kind of get it, but I don't, I like, that's the one you're going to left be left with uh, at least two of. Yeah. Right. In here. If you get three of each of these, you try one, no one else grabs the other two and that's kind of it. But otherwise I think there could be some home runs in here that this might be, this might be a good one. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I can't wait to try this. So when I find it, it will be on the brunch breakdown because I am full trying this. I'm future bruise day. Yeah, we need it. Just seems like truly really took their time. They really thought this through. I don't feel like Bud Light thought it through. I don't feel like a couple of others <laughs> we talked about thought this thought the whole thing through. They were just like, let's just throw some stuff in there and see what happens. I think truly mm-hmm. really was like, no, we're going to make ones that when you hand it to somebody, they're going to be like, oh, cran orange. Let's try this thing. Because I think that's the key. It's like you say eggnog and seltzer. It's like. I'm not touching that. But you hand somebody a holiday sangria. They're like, hey, I don't like seltzers, but I'll give us a try. That's a, that's that's what it is for me. I'm yeah. not there's I'll try them like when Shannon has them. She'll she, and she'll know she's no, she knows by now. She's like, oh, you won't like this or you'll <laughs> like this. I'm trying the sangria regardless. That's that's one that I'm like, yeah, I not a seltzer guy, but that one I got to pick up. Cranberry orange. Let's go. Let's try that one out. So love it. That one approves. Oh yeah. That one big approves. time. Big time. All right. Well, Dan, let's get into what we are listening to before we get out of here. So it's Thanksgiving week, Dan, what are you getting to started with? What are you listening to? Well, I'm going to, we're, we're missing Chris here this week. So I'm going to kind of embody what he would typically <laughs> give us here a little bit to, to, to honor him, I suppose. Thankful. Uh, but first song, simple plan. A new song. Oh, okay. A Simple new Plan, song. Right? No, yeah, no throwbacks. <laughs> no throwbacks here. Okay, I respect a good throwback, but no throwbacks here. The Antidote, new song from Sample Plan, their first new music in over two years. Some people might think that it's like 12, but it's actually two. They have been putting out music, but um, this is released in advance of, now this will kind of make you think about life a little bit, released ahead of their 20th, anniversary of their iconic debut album no pads no helmets just balls which had hit after hit and a great title by the way on it 20 years since that album came out coming up on that so they've got this new song and it sounds like classic simple plan but with this like more modern twist we're like yeah that that makes sense to be played on the radio today not just an old band putting out old hits different lyrics that type of thing so I like this. I like this approach. I hope we get more like this. I think Simple Plan has one of those. They have a sound that has some staying power that could, you know, work with today's music. Some of the other pop bands of the pop punk bands of the past don't have that. I think Simple Plan does, and I really like this song called "The Antidote." So check it out. Nice, nice. All right, uh, a favorite of the brunch breakdown. All three of us. Ian Dior put out a new song recently called "Let mm-hmm. You," and big fan. I love this kid. Uh, and I don't know if he's ever gonna put out a project because I guess in this day and age, you really don't have to put out an album if you don't want to. And he just everything he puts out, I just love it. And um, and it's just different styles and just mix you know mixes genres and sounds and stuff. And I just am a big fan of his. So uh, Ian Dior, "Let You," check it out. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Um, I'm going to keep it within the same stratosphere. I might surprise you here. Right. And I'm going old school, but it's not a throwback. Avril Lavigne. Now, let me explain. <laughs> Please. We've talked about Avril Lavigne on this podcast before because she's put out new music within the past few years, right? And it's been the ballads and it's been just, been just some bad just bad, honestly, bad music, just not good. Doesn't work. It works for her. That's fine, but it's not what we want. It's not what we need. It doesn't work. She recently signed with who else, but Travis Barker and his record label DTA records. (laughs) I wish that part was a joke, but it's not. Um, And we finally now have some old school 
Avril Lavigne sounds. She released a song just this week called Bite Me. So that's already, you know, it's not a ballad. Okay. It's called Bite Me. It's the first one with her new label. And she said, it's, this is just a taste of what's to come. She said the record is, is almost done. It's a fast record and it's the most alternative one she's ever recorded. She said she didn't want to do ballads. She's done with those. So there aren't any on the record. This, ladies and gentlemen, is what we've been waiting for from Avril Lavigne. We're finally getting it. It's not a perfect song. I do like it a lot, and it just gets me excited for more. So Bite Me from Avril Lavigne. Wow. Wow. All right. Well, Dan, here's one that you are not going to like. Luke Combs going to the country uh, doing this. He just put out this song and the lyrics are just very uh, they're very relatable because the whole song is just a story like country music songs are. And he says he's in an interview and someone asks him, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? And he's like, I would be doing this. And he explains like what he would be doing. He's like, no, I wouldn't be playing in stadiums, but I would be playing on my friend's back porch or I would be playing somewhere else, but I would still be doing this. So I really like it. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's just really relatable lyrics. That's why I, one of the reasons I like Luke Combs a lot. So doing this, Luke Combs. Not for me, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Enjoy. I know a lot of people like kind of little country music Thanksgiving time of year. Um, <laughs> last one for me. I mean, maybe listen to that instead of watch them, the terrible football games that are taking place on oh, Thanksgiving Day. So check out Sounds of Brunch for that. There's Whoa. enough reason. Um, last one for me. Uh, Fletcher and Haley Kyoko teaming up for a song called Cherry. Uh, these two incredible women. Uh, have made a just like pure sugar pop hit with Cherry. And if you're, you know, feeling in the mood a little bit, um, this song will do the trick. Uh, Not in necessarily the, you know, traditional way, the John Legend type of way, the Drake type of way. Lyrically, maybe this is just the the little bit of a booster for you. Because again, it's a pop song, but lyrically... You might get the blood flowing a little bit, but yeah, Fletcher, <laughs> Haley Kyoko teaming up for Cherry. Yeah, not at the I like Thanksgiving that. table, not at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, <laughs> I like I, I like that song a lot. That song's really good. When I was because usually in the morning on like Friday morning, I'll just let like the new music playlist just like shuffle through and just see whatever yeah. you know stands out or sounds good. And that was one that was just like replay. Replay, yes. replay. That song is like <laughs> super, super, super good. Um, all right. So, uh, th- somebody named Adele put out an album last week. I don't know if you knew this. Um, yeah, Who? yeah. It's here. Hello. Some, yeah, indie <laughs> artist Adele. People were talking about her a little bit. I don't know. She put out uh her album Thirty, and uh, of course, it's good. If you like Adele, it's good. Like, it's just what you know. It's good. Uh, but she has a song on there that uh, I know is. I think that's they're playing on the radio now. Oh my god. And I just, I really like it. I like it a lot. It is just a different sound. It's a different sound for her. It is, um, it's just a cool, it's just a cool sounding song. And it makes me think like, oh man, like Adele really wants to do some different shit. So it's like, this is a good song. And I really, and I just really, really like it. The whole album's good, but I like, oh my God, it's just different sound from Adele. And I love that they're going to try to push it to radio. So I'm a big fan of that. So yeah, check it out. Yeah, dude, that's, that's the one, that's the one that sticks out. That's the one that I, yeah, I put that on repeat right away and thought, you know, coming off the Oprah interview and like, she was still, you know, writing this in her same style. And like, can she write happy music now? And, you know, when she's happy, she doesn't know. So I'm like, well, if this, it, could, it could be like this, that would be huge. Yeah. If it can be like that song, give us more of that. Yeah, get it on the radio. You can still do the traditional stuff, but that was very exciting. That's a great song. I like that one a lot. Yeah, the album's naturally phenomenal, but that yeah. song, that's a great pick. Yeah, I mean, it's Adele. It's like, I don't know what you're supposed to say bad about it. I don't know what you're supposed to say. It's Adele. Like, it's it's Adele doing what she does every five years. Like, it's, it's, just, it's right. what it is. But that song <laughs> sticks out to being like, oh, man, like, this is something right here. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, that is what we're listening to. Check out the playlist on Spotify. We will have that up for your Thanksgiving with the podcast that will be coming. Dan, uh, this has been a great, great one. Happy it Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving to you. Final thoughts for the day. Um, 
No. <laughs> uh, no, just again, repeating what I said at the, the beginning, thankful for uh, all that we have and for our listeners, as always, we like doing these special Thanksgiving episodes. We've got uh, incredible end of the year plan. We've got naturally some holiday stuff coming up with uh, Christmas and New Year's. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, the brunchies are returning very, very soon, the year end brunchies. So any categories you want us to cover in those, send them our way at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, nominees are rolling in now. So a lot of cool things we've got in store to end the year. I can't wait. I can't wait. We're now it's like, now we got to like schedule these things out. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah, we got to do this. Yeah. It's, it's all happening. Man, it'll be in December <laughs> soon. God, wow. All right. Well, that has been the Brunch Breakdown. DD out here in Los Angeles. Dan is in Pittsburgh. And uh, Chris is in Wisconsin with Giannis and Cheese. And we're out.